Hey, great friends. What's going on? It is Monday afternoon and the whole mishbucha is back together again as Grande is back from his well-deserved vacation. Me and Brown are going to join you here in a second. Well, I'm actually already here. Hey, I, I was saying last week, we have a great announcement about a new partner, but I didn't want to make this mention until Alex is back. And here goes, man. I'm jumping right into it because some of you have already figured it out and some of you have already started buying using our promo code. I want to say thank you so much to Chase Fisher and all of our friends at Blenders Eyewear. Let me tell you something. I've been going to Blenders in Encinitas for years. I buy my sunglasses there. I buy my ski goggles there. My kids use Blenders sunglasses. My kids use Blenders uh, eyewear for snowboarding and skiing. My girlfriend uses them. My friends use them. And I'm so proud to tell you guys now that if you go to BlendersEyewear.com or for those of you that are watching, you use this little QR code right here, you save 20% on Blender's eyewear. So, dude, check these bad boys out. I love these. These are the ones I've been rocking most recently. I love the color of the lens because it's kind of got this, like, bluish-looking reflection. And I love the clear frame. Alex, what new Blender's are you rocking over there this morning? I think I went a little bit more basic than you, but these are going to be worn pretty much every freaking day i think these are called the romeos uh -huh. if i'm not if i'm not mistaken i have the same pair i wear those to drive too dude I badass mean, for a for a dude with a bigger face weight loss and all it's still a little bigger i need the big sunglasses yeah so these are absolutely perfect I know, polarized sharp yeah. i, I might do the show like this like dion dude dude i do i do the la show every time i'm yeah. doing the la show i always wear sunglasses because the lighting is so bad in there it's so bright so mm -hmm. listen here's what i want to say to everybody we'll be talking lots about blenders but here's what I'd like to just say. If you were to walk into a store and buy these things, you're paying full retail. Now, through us, you save 20% on all of your blenders eyewear. So whether it's sunglasses, whether it's for fashion, whether it's for driving, whether you want those new Dion sunglasses, um, or I use all of their eyewear for snowboarding and skiing, which they're the best because you can pull out the lens and put in the other lens. You're going to love them. But if you're going to buy them, if you're going to go to the store in PB or you're going to go to the store in Encinitas, bro, buy them through us. 20% savings. BlendersEyewear.com. Use Kaplan at checkout. That pair right there, you just passed them. Go up a little bit more, a little bit more. Uh, right there. Those are the ones I was just rocking right in the middle. What are those called? I don't even know what they're called. Right there. What are those? Shadow. That's these. They're so cool. All right. Hey, thank you, Chase. We appreciate you, dude. We appreciate your partnership. And we're really looking forward to selling a shit ton of sunglasses. Hey, while I've got you here for just one second, big shout out to our people at Seven Mile Casino. I had a buddy of mine just the other day who's in town who told me, he goes, yeah, dude, I went to your place the other day. I said, which place? He goes, Seven Mile Casino. I go, no way, really? What was going on? He's like, I don't know. He goes, I heard you talking about how great the food is. And I decided I wanted to play blackjack. And he happens to be down in Imperial Beach. If you're looking to play blackjack, poker, or other table games, Seven Mile Casino is the place to be, sevenmilecasino.com. And if you have any problems with gambling, you call 1-800-GAMBLER. And hey, speaking of gambling, um, it's not really called gambling. It's called Daily Fantasy Prize Picks. Dude, I had $200 in my Prize Picks account. I was getting smoked last week. I was down to 100 bucks. But then last Friday night, I want to say, I had two big wins. It was like D'Angelo Russell's birthday. He had a whole bunch of points. LeBron James, this was against uh, San Antonio. Wemby scored a whole bunch of points for me. Plus, I had Wemby for points, rebounds, and assists. Now's the time to get into the game. Go to Prize Picks. You can download their app. 
Use our code GREATFRIENDS and you will get a 100% match up to $100 when you make your first deposit on PrizePix. We'll talk more about all of these great companies and all of our great partners as the show goes on. We're all back together again. Let's do it. Hey, great friends. What's going on? Kaplan and crew just getting on to the airwaves of radio on 1090 all throughout Southern California. Tonight, we're plastered all over TV on the Cox Your View Network. YouTube going worldwide. Audio podcast on your time. And we are in the 7 Mile Casino Studios, 7milecasino.com. And the entire Mishbucha is back in La Casa because Alex, after a well-earned week off, and hanging out at spring training is back. Me and Browner held it down last week together. Brown is back in the house. The love triangle that is Kaplan and crew is back together again today on a Monday afternoon. And Grande and Brown man, I'm going to just say this to you guys right now. I waited for this moment to make an announcement about a new partner on this show. And the only reason I'm so stoked about it it's because I had to work my ass off to get this thing going. And I said last week, these guys are local. They've got international reach. They've got fame in the world of sports, and you're going to know them immediately. Me and Browner are all in on, on their biggest name brands uh, influencer. And so, guys, this afternoon, as we just get going here today, I want to welcome Chase Fisher and Blender's Eyewear to the Kaplan and Crew show. Oh, man, I am so stoked about these guys. Hell yeah. Clap it up, dog. I am so happy <laughs> to have these guys on the show. You have no idea. Because let me tell you guys something real quick. Last year, when I saw Coach Prime starting to wear Blender's Eyewear, I was like, damn it. I'm like, I wear blenders. I've been wearing blenders for years. I had a buddy of mine who was like, hey, I got these cool sunglasses down in PB at this store called Blenders. I was like, what's blenders? I don't know about blenders. He introduced me to them. They got a store in Encinitas right next to the ice cream shop that my daughter works in. I've been going to those that blender store for years, getting sunglasses and like uh, snowboarding goggles. Everybody in my family has them and uses them. And I like to support local. And this guy, Chase Fisher, is a kid who went to San Diego State. He's got an amazing story. He'll tell it to us tomorrow. And the products are incredible. And now you save 20% when you use our code Kaplan. When you go to blenderseyewear.com, you can use the QR code that's on the screen. So, guys, look, I don't mean to be so self-serving. People are just getting here. It's Monday. There's a lot of sports news that we're going to get to. But, dude, I am so psyched to have these guys. Browner, let me tell you. Um, Ryan Miller, who you know, Ryan Miller helped us with this in the great really? network. Yeah. Yeah. So what happened is, um, Ryan, I don't remember how exactly, but he, I, we were texting one day and I, I think I even said on the air, I can't get a hold of this guy, Chase Fisher. And Ryan mm -hmm. texted me and goes, Hey, you can't reach Chase. He goes, I know Chase. I've known Chase for years. I'm like, okay. I, I don't know how you know him. I don't know how close you guys are. Next thing I know, Ryan, like Ryan. Yeah, Ryan's got a three-way text going between me, Ryan, and Chase Fisher, the founder of, of Blenders. And Chase kind of, you, you got to chase him to get him, seriously. <laughs> and so um, finally, one day, Ryan's like, hey, Chase, you know, you got to meet my friend, Scott Kaplan. You know, he's trying to get a hold of you. He's got this radio, TV, podcast thing he does, really wants to talk to you. And I swear to God, true story, 
Chase replies in the group chat and he goes, I'm listening to Kaplan and crew right now on the radio. And so that's kind of where it started. Chase and I got together. We, we spent 30 minutes getting to know each other. I made a proposal to him. He came back and said, how about if we do something like this? I said, brother, I don't care. I just want to get your brand on our show and I want to sell the hell out of your products to our audience. What I told him is I use this phrase. I said, we're going to activate our cult because that's what we have. We have a cult following and we're going to activate our people to rock his goggles. So guys, um, congratulations to us. I'm going to break my arm, patting myself on the back here. <laughs> Chase, I know you're listening, bro. I'm so, so excited to have a local company that has international reach that has Coach Prime as your main number one influencer. I'm so happy we got Blender's eyewear on the show, man. I'm stoked. I've been wearing Blender's sunglasses when I ride my bike for years. You know, the big goggle looking ones? Mm -hmm. I've been mm -hmm. rocking those like, Lar like Lance Armstrong for years from Blender's. So I have already had Blender's in the closet for a very long time. And I'm very stoked to now have regular sunglasses by Blender's as well. Because, yeah. dude, they got... I don't know if you guys know this. And Browner, don't roll your eyes yet, okay? I'm, I'm back from vacation. They got one of the biggest athletes in the world rocking their sunglasses, an F1 three-time champion, oh, Max Verstappen. No right? way. Max Verstappen wears blenders? They have Red Bull-branded blenders, and Max Verstappen rocks them, dude. I had no idea. I To yeah. me and Browner, we're Coach Prime guys. That's it. Right. That's it. Right. That's it. We are business partners with Deion Sanders. Yes, we are. We are now officially in business with Deion Sanders and Max Verstappen. Very true. Very true. Yeah, yeah if you go to their website, they literally have Max Verstappen like posted on the website. No way. Let me say. Yeah. I got to see cool. that. Got to find it. It's amazing how many local San Diego companies can, can get into international reach in sports. We talk about blenders being involved in this. Like, listen, my friends at Qualcomm, dude, they're, yes. on, the, they're on the Man U jersey now. Uh, oh my gosh! Look at those, man. Those are yeah. sweet. How how much got, are those? I, how, how much are 89. those? Max? Okay, eighty nine dollars. Okay, those Max Verstappen sunglasses are eighty nine dollars. If you walk into a store in Encinitas or PB, you walk into that that Blender store, eighty nine dollars. Or if you buy on their website, eighty nine dollars. But if you buy through us, twenty percent off. So that's like eighteen bucks. And free shipping with over fifty dollar purchase. Oh my goodness. Hey, I'll tell you right now, I got our first uh oh what you mean they closed oh, today? Oh, oh damn. damn. What you mean? Reflection, you see me? What? You know, I should have thought about this. Hold on, give me one what? second. Step your game up, bro. Listen, man. Listen, like I told y'all, y'all could look like me. Y'all could look like me. Y'all could do it. I just want y'all to know I'm business partners with Coach Prime. So if as you see me on public, call me Little Prime. I, I, um, mm -hmm. those are dope. Those Facts. are, um, those are amazing. I've, oh Facts. my God, I got to have a pair of those. Oh, this guy's got Red Bull on his. Oh, I got to okay. get me some of those. Look at, oh, probably, look at this Probably guy. dirty because I actually use these bad boys. Look at you guys. Mm -hmm. No way. Mm -hmm. You want to know what's funny? These are my, mm. these right here. These are my daily like driving sunglasses. I wear these pretty much everywhere. And by the okay. way, I'm ready for a new pair because I've had these for quite a long time. But these right here, once I saw um, LeBron James wearing sunglasses inside, most people say you can't wear sunglasses inside. I say nonsense. These right here, these are my, these are what I call my indoor sunglasses because they're really small <laughs> lenses, right? Indoor sunnies. And, and, and they've got like the, the super clear frame. 
So these are my indoor blenders right here. And then these, right, these are my new ones. These I got a couple of weeks back. I, I went into the blender store in Encinitas and I got these. This is before I got the 20% discount. You know, I never would have bought these in the store had I had my 20% discount. These are so good. I love these glasses because they kind of look like, um, I don't know what you would call this this frame exactly, but I love aviators? the lens. Aviators. 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 That's what I was looking for. Yeah. So showing out here with them cop glasses. Yeah. So, yeah, bro, I got these when I was going to uh, F1 because I thought it'd be looking cool. In it. It's all like Red Bull branded and everything, dude. It's pretty mm -hmm. dope. Listen, th this guy, Chase Fisher, is amazing. He started this sunglass company here in San Diego when he was at San Diego State. He was telling me the story. He was going to a nightclub one night and he was wearing a um, he was wearing a pair of like kind of goofy five dollar sunglasses that he bought in, I don't know, Target or something like that. And everybody's like, oh, my God, such cool glasses. And he realized. Everybody wants cool looking sunglasses, not like expensive sunglasses that you lose and whatever. And then you regret buying them. He's like, mm -hmm. and that's where it all started. And then he, he found a manufacturer and he started prototypes and started building this company. And I, he'll probably tell us the story. They, they actually got so big that they sold the company to an Italian company, but they still run it here locally in San Diego. So he'll tell us the story. He'll be on tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Browner, those are bomb, dude. Facts. I feel like the Netflix logo when it come on. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they should call these. They should call these the Netflix one. Yeah. That's, a, that's not out. a bad idea. Not a bad idea. Yeah. Well, yeah. anyway, listen. Hey, thanks to Ryan Miller who helped me uh, chase down Chase Fisher. Thanks to Chase Fisher. By the way, we're going to find out Chase and Blenders are doing something big with San Diego State basketball here coming up shortly. So mm. Chase will tell us about that tomorrow as well. And the long story short is this. Um, it is very, very hard when you only have three people to do what we do. Um, and part of what we do is having to go out on the streets and sell. And Alex is consumed with the actual you know, production of the show. Browner has got himself four kids you may have heard about. And so I'm kind of left to having to do the sales on my own, which I'm not complaining about it, but it's a pain in my ass. And, um, and to finally get Chase on the line, to use the Great Friends Network like Ryan Miller to, to help us out and create that relationship to get Chase to say, yes, let's do it. And let's see what you guys can do. And now to pass along to all the great friends, Hey, you get 20% savings uh, and you support a local company, bro. This is uh this is a win, 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 win. You feel me? Win. win. Community effort. Yeah, it was a community effort. It really was. So thanks Ryan. And thanks Chase. Mm -hmm. and thanks blenders. And thanks to all the great friends. I wonder, Alex, could we put um, a link on our website? Yeah. that tells people that they can get the 20%. We can do that. Of course we can yeah. do that. Naturally. Yeah. All right, yeah. cool. All right, listen, I've done uh I'm done kind of breaking my arm like I said, patting myself on the back over this one. Let's get started. Let's get things kicked off today. This is Kaplan and Crew on a Monday from the 7 Mile Casino Studios. Browner looking dope AF in those goggles and uh and Alex is back from a week off. Alex, tell me about spring training a little bit. Give us a, a little spring training Padres scouting report. Yeah. We saw we saw those first two games against the Dodgers. Mm -hmm. I mean, that, that first inning that Joe Musgrove pitched, I, I was watching that game and I turned away for a second. And when I came back, it was eight nothing. And the announcers were like, yeah, here comes Mookie Betts for his second at bat of spring training in the first inning. Yeah. So, so I'm not like putting a ton into you know, a couple of early spring training games. It doesn't mean the Dodgers nothing. are going undefeated and it doesn't mean the Padres are going to go winless. All I'm saying is um, it was a, it was a bad start to spring training. When you have Joe Musgrove giving up however many runs it was without even getting one out, it was not a good start. So how did it go out there? Yeah. 
Uh, it was great. I was in Phoenix. I was in Arizona for that game, but I didn't go to the game. I went to Friday's game where the lineup was significantly less flashy for the Padres mm-hmm. after the first one. I'm telling you, man, there's names that there's people playing that I was like, I didn't even know there was a dude playing that even have his, he didn't even have his name on the back of his jersey. He just had number 91, you. whoever that was. Hey. You, you, come here, put this on. <laughs> yeah, dude. So it was, uh, it, listen, the, the, the best part about spring training is not going to the game, right? You're just there to watch some practice game that means absolutely nothing. You know, I, I told Brown, he, he dropped off to sunglasses this morning at the house. Here's what you want out of spring training you want your guys to get their reps and you want them to be healthy for Korea. That's it. Mm-hmm. Wins, loss, stats, none of that matters. None of it carries over. So everybody freaking about 14 to one. And then I actually got to see um, one of the new guys from the Juan Soto chase. Uh, Johnny Brito was pitching mm-hmm. on Friday. Johnny Burrito. Johnny Burrito. So yeah, I had a good time. Phoenix is, I got lucky with weather high mm-hmm. of 78 in the fifties at night. It was beautiful. Ran into Dave Roberts, by the way, in Tempe. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. He was out smoking a cigar with some, with some of his buddies. So that yeah, was a good time, man. It was a really you, good time. Uh, did you talk to him? No, I, I leave people alone. I generally you leave do, people alone too, but but you if do. I saw Dave Roberts, I mean that's different. Put it this way, not... like if he was he walked in mm-hmm. directly in front of where I was sitting, and there was a moment where I probably could have got up and said hi to him and he would have wrecked he's been on the show a bunch, but he beelined straight to his group of buddies, and that's where I was like, I'm not gonna go over there and bother the guy. I'm yeah. that's if you're standing somewhere and it's kind of in the same vicinity, sure, but yeah. Well, it was kind of like when AJ Preller was at Union Kitchen and Tap up in Encinitas. Mm-hmm. I was not really well. I don't, don't particularly like AJ Preller anyway, mm-hmm. um, so I had no interest in going to talk to him. Um, you don't want that smoke. No, but but I but I also like Dave Roberts. Different story. I mean, you Dave Roberts is is what I would call a um, a personal friend. Mm-hmm. You don't want that Preller step back jumper. You don't want that. No, I don't want anything to do with him. Mm-mm. I don't want anything to do with him. You don't want that Preller jab step. So what else did you uh, what else did you see while you were there? I mean, did you see other games? Oh no, God no, 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 no. We went to like we hit up Top Golf. Shout out to Jason Finley. We hit up Top Golf next to uh in Glendale, which is pretty mm-hmm. cool because you're literally right next to the Cardinals Stadium. And that's where Camelback is in Glendale. Cardinal so. Stadium, meaning like uh the football stadium. Correct. The big alien spaceship yep. that looks yeah, yeah. It looks weird. It looks <laughs> really weird, dude. Yeah. It's like in the middle of nowhere. Although that area has been developed quite a bit since they built that stadium. Oh my god, dude, just... dude, 15 years ago. When yeah. Billy Ray and I used to go to spring training every single year, um, that there was nothing there, nothing. Right. nothing. And then they they built that stadium. Mm-hmm. Then they built that like giant mall with that huge mm-hmm. movie theater West and everything. Eight. Right. Yep. And then then they built the Dodgers complex, mm-hmm. which Share is right with next the White Sox. Yeah. Okay. And then now they built Top Golf right across the freeway or highway or whatever mm-hmm. it's interstate, whatever it's yeah. called over there. They're building a Mattel theme park. Oh, really? Yeah. So they have. Like I currently when I. Yeah, like there's going to be a Barbie ride. I guess like the the Uber driver described it as, you know, soaring California at California Adventure. Yeah. But you're going to be soaring over Barbie Land is the oh, really? Barbie ride. They made a Hot Wheels roller coaster. Okay, that's Shout interesting. Because yeah. Barbie, the movie, I fell asleep halfway through. I fell asleep right. before just as Barbie was going from like Barbieville to mm-hmm. like the real world. I fell asleep. Mm-hmm. Good time. Good time to do that. Yeah. Good time to do yeah. that. So, yeah, we had a good time. Just cruise the... Bunch of breweries that we wanted to check out. Top golf, just a good time, man. Really good wow. time. That's cool. And you saw that one Padre Dodger game. And I left in the sixth inning. Okay. Seventh okay. inning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. But I, as soon as I walk in the door, by the way, Dodger fans, 
the way we were all in, Dodger fans are so all in this year. Like, when I tell you that every seat was full, if it wasn't, like, kind of hot, they their people were just hanging out in the shade, you know? But I'm telling you, man, Dodger fans are, are out of their mind, dude. As they should be. Mind. As they should be. As they they should, had all the right to be. be. As Absolutely. soon as I walk in the door, Freddie Freeman hit that opposite field home run, and I was like, it, it felt like I was in Dodger State. It was so loud. They're so into it. Mm-hmm. And uh, they even arrived late at spring training. So shout out to LA fans. <laughs> <laughs> it's in their blood. It's in their blood. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of people, because it was the first one at the Dodgers complex, I thought a lot of people were maybe expecting Otani. So maybe that's why it was so packed. Mm-hmm. But yeah, obviously that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I think he's going to do it tomorrow from what I understand. So it was a really yeah. good time. Spring training yeah. is always, it's, 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 it's cool, man. It's cool. Yes, well, it pricing, sounds like you had the, a good time. What freaking pricing, though? Why? What do you mean? Um, it's a spring training game, and I'm paying mm-hmm. Dodger Stadium prices. Really? You pay yeah. the Otani tax. That Otani tax is real, folks. I, I I told Brown I made the joke. I'm surprised they haven't started charging you to use a restroom. Because <laughs> they, that, dude, it was a $17 beer. It was mm-hmm. an $18 margarita. I didn't even look at the food because I was like, I'll just go eat after because I ain't going to drop, you know. 13 bucks for a hot dog here. Mm-hmm. They are charging you regular season prices at spring training in the Dodgers complex. Imagine if they had a Jersey Mike's inside the Dodgers spring training complex, you know, $60 for a mini, right? You got a $26 sandwich at the regular Jersey Mike's yep. here locally, right? You pay a hundred dollars for a giant mm-hmm. freaking Browner. Browner and I had a whole argument last week about tipping, especially at like fast food places, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, and Browner, I, last week I was at a, um, I was telling the story, Alex. I went to this little coffee shop in downtown mm-hmm. LA, and I ordered a salad that was pre-made in a plastic bin. I said, Hey, can I, get, can I get that California cob and then a little chicken on the side? And it was like nineteen dollars. And then they put it in front of me, like, here's your tip choices: eighteen percent, twenty percent, twenty-two percent. I'm like, mm-hmm. wait, you expect a tip because you grabbed this pre-made salad and handed it to me? So Browner starts going off about tipping. Then I went to this smoothie place and they made me a bomb, bomb, bomb smoothie. But I took a picture to send to Browner. I put it on Twitter. What do I do here, Browner? What do I tip? And then Browner sent me a picture this weekend. He was at five guys. Browner, Mm -hmm. how many of your kids did you have with you? Oh, three of them. Three of them. He had three kids and Browner. Five guys was like 70 bucks. Oh yeah, five five guys is expensive just for one person. Listen, five guys got me from the bleachers, sniper style. Ah, my wallet so, fell right out. Empty. I think we've I think we've had this conversation before about tipping and how every register now gives you an option regardless. Yeah. It's not an option. It's a guilt trip. Oh, I've I have built a wall of no longer feeling guilty of just hitting zero. Just nothing. hitting zero. You get nothing. From zero. Me. You get nothing from me. Make my mm-hmm. burger. Okay. Put that cheese on there. Give me them extra fries in that bag. Put that Cajun salt on there. Now I don't put nothing on the kids fries because I'll come back mad. No tip. No tip. Y'all y'all in here to make burgers and fries. So make burgers and fries, bro. Don't and you know make, where else? And, and if and if you're a stadium worker, shout out Ooh. to you. But you know where else? When you go to a stadium, Petco specifically, and they have those beer lockers. Yeah. So you just you swipe, you open the, do- the door yourself, you grab your tall can, you go check out. Why would I tip you? Yeah. Right. Why would I tip you? Yeah. Like, I'm your you co-worker. did literally nothing. I scanned it. If I got to like, scan it, I got to <laughs> open the door. I got to take it out. We co-workers. We work together. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's like me and I, Dion. We are co-workers. We are, right, we are in right. the same boat. 
Yeah. We're in the same business. That's why, the one that gets me all the you? time, man. Yeah. I got the beer. I opened the door. I scanned mm -hmm. it. I put my credit card in the machine. Why would I then give you a dollar? Well, that Wait, was what on. I was. That was the thing the other day. Is like they handed me the salad. They took the salad out of the refrigerator in a yeah. plastic container and mm -hmm. handed it to me. Well, I have to tip you because I asked you, can I have a bag? Mm -mm. You know, I mean, I'm yeah. telling you, dude. And by the way, this conversation last week's prompted. I can't tell you how much reaction because oh, it was a did, theme all week. Did long. you guys get into the uh, restaurant service charges now? Oh no, I didn't even get there. Oh my god, don't even get me started on that, dude. Right, you get a bill. No, so now only do I have to tip and, yeah. and pay tax, but now I have to pay for your employees to work there. So there's got to be a way or a, a calculation where you go, okay, here comes the bill. It's a hundred dollars minus the tax minus the service charge. I'm going to tip off of the eighty-five dollars rather than the hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. yeah. Anyway, all right, listen, we're just underway. Do the we team is. Um, yes, uh, but I, I, don't I, sound, I sound guilty. I sound guilty. <laughs> you guys sound cheap. I sound guilty. Uh -uh. Um, <laughs> we're in the seven mile casino studio, seven mile casino.com. We're just getting going. It is Monday here on Kaplan and crew. All right, great friends. What's going on? It's Monday afternoon. It's Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. And I'm very, very happy today that the whole crew is back together again. Grande's in the house after a week off and spending it out at spring training in Arizona. Browner is here after he and I spent a week complaining about tipping and guilting. And, uh, and now the whole crew is back together again. We're in the Seven Mile Casino studio, sevenmilecasino.com. And uh, I have a friend of mine who happens to be visiting right now from North Carolina, and he's staying down in Imperial Beach. And he told me this story the other day. He goes, hey, I went to your spot. I go, what, what, are, what are you talking about? He goes, uh, Seven Mile Casino. I go, no way, really? What's up? He goes, I don't know, because I just thought it would be kind of a fun thing to do. You always mention how great the Kung Pao chicken is at Sammy's Restaurant and Bar. So I tried that out, bomb. He goes, I just decided I was going to play blackjack and hang out for a little while, watch games on TV. So um, if that's you, man, have a great time. Seven Mile Casino. 7milecasino.com. And if you have any problems with gambling, you call 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, um, fellas, before we get kicked off today, I must tell you about an event that I was at on Saturday night that was a total, total mind blow. Um, did you guys happen to see any of my posts on Instagram or Twitter about what I'm about to tell you about this weekend? Did you guys catch any of this? Browner's giving me the look like, no, dog, mm -hmm. I'm busy. I got kids. Uh, four little ones. I, I got, uh, let me say that. Wrong mic, wrong mic, bro. So before you, 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 you let me just, let, let me just, again, again, let, let me just say, uh, I'm on the wrong mic again. <laughs> what? What are you going to, what are you going to, what are you going to complain about? Go ahead. Hey, man, listen, I, I don't be following nobody like that on the internet. If you ain't, if, if, if I can't see your derriere, I really probably, I'm not following you. I don't know what you posted. I can't see it. I just that ain't really my. That's not, that's not my timeline. Did fam. you say? Did you say that if you can't see my derriere, you don't follow it? Yeah. So in other yeah. words, if so in other words, if I'm wearing pants, you don't follow me. I, but if I'm if I'm if my ass is exposed, you follow me. Right. If okay. you don't, that's how that's what my that's what my Instagram is like. I'm not in the front for y'all straight up. I I follow you. Don't get me wrong. I follow you. I be seeing your posts. I don't look at them. Oh, okay. I see him. Okay. I see him. But you don't be following. I don't look. You don't look. Right. 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 I don't look at it. I'm, okay. I ghost follow those. So, so you're like just your whole feed on Instagram is just hot chicks. Yeah, man. Yeah. 
Okay. I, yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm, I, I, I'm ending up to admit what I'm doing on the internet. Yeah. I don't know what y'all out here doing. Y'all, most of y'all faking. All right. Most of y'all got that. Somebody come, you got to put your phone down. Follow, yeah. follow. I ain't got that. I ain't yeah. got that. You, yeah. you don't look over here. No, you, you don't front. And I appreciate mm -mm. you not fronting. Mm -mm. Okay? No, Keep it real. Alex, you Keep catch real. any of my uh, posts this weekend just for what yeah. I'm about to talk about? You he was drunk. He ain't seen nothing either. He was drunk. <laughs> well, I just clicked on it and I said like by Padilla Alex. So yeah, I did see it. <laughs> drunk. Uh, he only remember yeah. like he, be, he yeah. drunk like and stuff. Mm. Yeah. So no, see, I don't front. I back. I back up my friends, man. Okay. I, I did see it and I liked it, dude. Yeah. I ain't got a front. Yeah, don't front. Back. Back. I'm with I you. Back. I ain't fronting. I'm backing. <laughs> you know. So let me tell you guys this quick story. So um, on Saturday night, I haven't been, to, I, I used to do this all the time, but I haven't done this in a really long time. Um, I used to go to all these charity events, man. I mean, there was not a charity event that would happen in San Diego that I wasn't showing my ass at. You know what I'm saying? Like I show up for, <laughs> seriously, I would show up for every damn charity event in town. And if, and if I wasn't like emceeing or if I wasn't auctioneering, man, I was showing up to sit at a table and support. I really was. I mean, this is going on for years and years and years. There wasn't a charity event in a ballroom at a hotel or a gala somewhere that I was not at for years. And um, I haven't been to one in a long time. I just kind of, I don't know, I sort of fell off the face of the whole charity gala sort of thing. And um, I think a lot of it actually coincided with when 1090 originally went off the air in 2019 to where we are today. I can't believe it's like almost five years later. Like it's literally almost five years. Um, but I think a lot of it coincided with, with that. So on Saturday night, my friends um, at the Challenge Athletes Foundation, they were putting on their uh, a, a gala, which they only put on once every five years. Five years ago, they put on a gala at the Rancho Valencia in Rancho Santa Fe that was to honor Robin Williams, who had died not long before that. Um, Robin Williams was a huge supporter of the Challenge Athletes Foundation. And for those of you that don't know, I got involved with CAF probably in 2001 or two when I first came to San Diego. Um, I got involved with this organization, Challenge Athletes Foundation. In 2007, it went to the next level when I decided I was going to ride my bike from San Francisco to San Diego. Um, and, be part, and, and what we did that year, you guys were not around at that time, but what we did is we put together like a survivor-like contest and we took 20 people who all wanted that $10,000 bike trip and we narrowed it down to one person. And of the, the one guy that won, his name is Jim Carbaugh. I just ran into him. I'm telling you like two weeks ago. Jim, Jim Harbaugh? No, not Jim Harbaugh. Oh. No, no, not the, not the coach of the Chargers. Not, your, not the best coach in the AFC West, as you like to right. say. Right. I was about to say, because you got my attention with that. Jim no, Harbaugh was there? No, no Jim Carbaugh. K-K-K-K-K-Carbaugh. Right. Okay. And we and we of, of Jim and there were probably like five other people that year of the 20 that started the contest. Probably five of them did their own fundraising and did the ride. And then um, one of the guys, a guy by the name of Scott Rhodes, who was an original contestant, he became like the chairman of the ride. Um, so we we the radio show made monster impact with Challenge Athletes Foundation years ago. That still la lasts. Uh, this is now, I don't know, like 20 years later. So anyway, um, Saturday night, Rancho Valencia Resort, they're putting on, I mean, a show of shows. And it's like the highest of high end. Every table is $30,000. It's $3,000 per seat. And every dollar is being pumped into this organization, which started right here in San Diego. You guys know Bob Babbitt. You guys mm -hmm. know Babbitt was one of the original founders 
of, of CAF and he's still super involved. So this is an organization where like if you grew, if you were born with a birth defect or if you lost a limb at some point in your life for, for some reason, if you were in war and you, you lost a body part, the point is, is they take people who desperately need to get back to living and they bring them back to life through sports. And it could be any kind of sport, but you know, we all focused on cycling and running and triathlon and all that kind of stuff. So they're putting on this show guys on Saturday night. That is a mind blow. You know, it's the food, it's the drink, it's the stage, it's the performances, it's the message, it's the people. I mean, this thing is as a list as an a list gala could ever possibly be. I promise you. And all of a sudden from out of nowhere, the, uh, the founder of the organization, my, one of my dearest, closest friends, Jeffrey Essekow, he makes this beautiful impassioned speech about what a great organization is, how much money they've raised, how much they've donated, how many people's lives they've impacted, et cetera, et cetera. And then he says, and now coming to the stage, the lead singer from Coldplay, Chris Martin. And I mean, the freaking room was like, what? <laughs> what? Like, it would be one thing if he said, hey, coming to the stage is so-and-so who happens to be from San Diego and he's the lead singer of a band, you know? But Coldplay, like, I'm not the world's biggest Coldplay fan, or at least I wasn't as of Saturday night. Now I'm, like, kind of getting into Coldplay because like, this guy was so cool. But they're a stadium band. And to yeah, get a guy... we were here at Snapdragon, like, a few weeks ago, months yeah, ago. In October, right. He yeah. mentioned it. Chris mentioned it. And standing five feet in front of us was the lead singer from Coldplay grabbing an acoustic guitar and just jamming. I mean, no rehearsal of any kind. There's me and Rachel. And, and you can see this is a picture I posted on Instagram. There's me and Rachel. And behind us, there's Chris. Now, I can't see in this video, but what he did was there was a performance earlier in the show. Okay. See the guy sitting in the chair right there? That guy is playing an Eddie Van Halen Stratocaster guitar with his feet. Cause if you look, he got no arms. My man got no arms. He's playing. And, and Chris unrehearsed unbeknownst to anybody said, Hey, I saw that guy play earlier in the show. Get him up here and play with me. <laughs> no rehearsal at all. This is, I mean, you're talking about a rock star. I, how would you compare? I mean, he's, he's one of the biggest rock stars on the planet. Would you not agree? Probably. I mean, Coldplay is, I mean, they're, I mean, in terms of touring, they sell stadiums out all over the world, don't they? Yeah. I mean, he may not be Taylor Swift. I mean, they performed at the halftime show. Right. They were on the Super Bowl halftime. How many years ago was that? And they brought out Beyonce and Bruno Mars. Was that? They had to, though. They had to. Super Bowl 50. Yeah, in San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. Why did they have to? They had to. They don't make that kind of music. Yeah, but Coldplay can't stand on their own. They needed Beyonce. Not, not at the, not on a, not on a platform like that. Coldplay's great, but on a, on a stage like that, like you got to entertain, you got to dance, you got to move. That's not their style. That's mm -hmm. not their style. They got right. good stuff, but you I know, remember correctly, there was, there was quite a bit of hate for the selection. And yeah. Kind of heard it and was like, all right, well, who did everybody else love? They're like, oh, Bruno right. Mars and Beyonce. What was it? Get was them, it, get them was in it, here. Was it too white, Browner? Is that Coldplay was too white? So you got to infuse a little, you know, you got to infuse Beyonce and save the show. With a little of that. I didn't. I listen, I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. You did. You did. <laughs> you did. Hey, I don't, I don't, I, hey, I don't front, bro. I don't front. But 
that particular show, Bruno Mars saved it, by the way. Oh, yeah. He was a, he was electric out there. That little dude can dance, baby. That yeah. dude can dance. Yeah. He like he there. like a little uh James Brown. Yeah, I was there that night. I remember <laughs> <laughs> little James Brown. Well, I got to yeah. tell you guys. So I just want to send a, a shout out to everybody who was there that night. And listen, you know, at $30,000 a table, you can imagine this was pretty exclusive Ooh, stuff. You know? What you tell again? Dude, I didn't. Hey, listen, I was an invited guest. Say what now? I was an invited mm. guest. You feel I was me? about to say hold. I was about to say hold. That player. What was it? How many seats at this table? How Dude. much is Blenders playing us? Dude, wow. <laughs> Dude let me all you. I got was a pair of glasses. Yeah. Uh, 30 grand for a table, $3,000 for an individual ticket. And um, let me tell you, they raised almost $6 million that night. Yeah, 30 grand a table. Yeah, no, but they did, like, they had auction items. Auction items mm -hmm. were selling for 100 grand, you know? What, they, again, had, how many people were at your table, bro? You avoiding the point I'm asking How many you. people were at my how, table? Um, how much How much money 10, you put in on this? I think 10. I think 10 people. 10 people. So they cost you what, about five, six, uh, that, that. That's yeah, three grand. Yeah. That's three grand. Yeah. Three grand. Yeah. 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 Well, I was thankfully I was invited by the chair. You take your girl. Yes. You take your girl. Yeah. yeah. So six grand. So you, you spent six a grand. Picture of the two of us. Yeah. You you spent six grand, huh? I didn't spend six grand. Uh huh. I didn't spend six grand, dude. It, put yeah. it this way. Put it this way. They, let me tell you something. They were uh -huh. like, "Hey, are are you coming?" I'm like, "Nah, I don't think I'm going to be coming." And they're like, "Why not?" And I'm like, six grand for two tickets. It's a little too steep for me." And, uh, and then I got the invitation from the boss and the boss invited me to his table. And I was like, Oh yes, I'd love to, you know, I, I would love yeah. to. And, sure. uh, and then, you know, when you're sitting at the boss's table and he spent 30 grand on the table, they do a, a paddle raise. So they're like, who in the room would like to donate? You've heard how great the organization is. You've heard how many people's lives have been impacted. Who here would like to donate a hundred thousand dollars? And the boss raises up his paddle. I'll, I'll put up a hundred thousand. Right. And a few other people around the room. Who would like to put up 50,000? And the boss puts up another 50,000. Hey, my folks, this is they're not here tonight, but they want to put in 50,000. Who would like to put in 25,000? You, 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 you. You know, who wants to put in 10? These people, 5,000, 2,500. They get to $1,000. Now the boss has invited me to the table. It's 6 grand in the tickets. I should have donated 2,500 for me and Rachel, but I donated the 1,000. And Rachel's like, wait, I missed it. I missed it. I'm like, okay, well, we could have both put in a thousand, but yeah. Fam, let me, let me, let me tell you something, fam. Yeah. Tell me. Fam. If you mean to tell me that you let these people at the, at the fast food pressure you into tipping and you sitting at a table where somebody paid 30 grand for you to sit and you mean to tell me you ain't raising your paddle at a thousand at, at, at 2,500. Right. Right. That's right. That's right. Because as you're going to find out when you got four kids and three of them are in college and one of them is going to college. Um, yeah, that's the way it goes. Brother, you ain't going to even see me at no event like this. It ain't happening. <laughs> yeah. well, it ain't happening. I, I haven't been in an event like that in a long time. But Challenge Athletes Foundation, I will tell you this, no Great joke. Great organization, though. Great well, organization. I mean, it, it changed my life. I mean, it 100% it changed my life in 2007 when the first time I said I'm going to ride my bike from San Francisco to San Diego, did it five times thereafter. And the day I walked in, me and Joe Tatino, walked into Jeffrey Esacow's office in, in, in La Jolla. And I said, Hey, I have an idea. I'd like to do the ride and I want to do a big radio contest. And it turned into a monster event. And um, he said to me the first day, he said, well, one day we'll get you to do the Ironman. I said, Hey, let me at least get a bike and start riding a bike. And then that was 2007, 2010 did the Ironman. And then, it, and was wearing that challenge athletes foundation shirt when I crossed the finish line in Hawaii. And then in 2016, 
when we did the bike race race across America, it was me and Jeffrey Esserkow and Jeff Jacobs. I mean, all the guys that were putting on this event on Saturday night. So to everybody who was there, you saw something that night that was literally life-changing. And uh, for everybody for everybody that invited me and Rachel to come, gosh, we were super flattered Bro, to be there, you know? My dog Howard Wright, when he throw his event, there are people who pay to, they do the paddle thing to have your car parked in the front. So one year I'm sitting at the table, the guy has a super expensive car already parked in the front. Mm-hmm. Goes, bam, that was like, 50 grand bam to have his car in the front it's like oh wait my car's already up there never mind keep the money (laughs) (laughs) well this one table this one family they raised their paddle for a hundred thousand and he's like is there anybody else in the room that would like to raise another hundred thousand they put it up again these people donated four hundred thousand dollars yeah i know dude i mean people who got that kind of money who who uh, people who want to be charitable and want to you know support a great organization man it was awesome it was awesome. I like that, I said, that, that organization, awesome, that organization changed my life in 2007. I put out a post on LinkedIn because not only did it change my life in terms of like me getting a chance to achieve my own personal athletic goals of finishing the Ironman in Hawaii, doing the race across America, uh, riding my bike from San Francisco to San Diego. I'll never forget in 2007, the very, very, very first ride. I know this video is probably on YouTube somewhere. My friend Jeff Jacobs said, this will create relationships for a lifetime. And at that moment, I had no idea what he was talking about. Well, Saturday night, I took pictures with my friend Jeff Jacobs, my friend Roger Martin, David Vigil, Blair Cannon, Ted Roth. These are all guys that I met essentially and became close with through CAF, through cycling, through endurance sports. All of these guys are investors in my company now. Something I didn't have on my radar in 2007. A company? What? A company? Raise money for a company? What? Never thought about that in my life. And these guys encouraged me, hey, dude, you're good on the radio. You have a nice career going. Why don't you get into a real business? And we'll all support it. And they did. And um, I'm telling you, that organization changed my life. And on Saturday night when I was there, I was there just to to be supportive. You know, Um, I was there because I was invited. But little did I know that Chris Martin was going to come out and sing Coldplay songs with a guy who has no arms and playing guitar with his feet. And, um, and, you know, you just gain so much inspiration. So um, congratulations to San Diego-based Challenge Athletes Foundation, which has literally international reach. And speaking of companies like that, how about our people from Blenders, dude? I am so psyched to now, as I see Browner putting on these glasses, I'm now going to get these glasses uh, for running and for cycling. What are the, what is that? Uh, what are those blenders that you've got, Brown? What are those? Oh, whoa, 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 new ones. Oh, your nerd goggles. Oh, you know, nerd how goggles. dare you, sir? How dare you, sir? These are not nerd goggles. Don't you disrespect the situation. This is for my eyes, okay? Whoa. Because this is called, called blue light, okay? This is for t- technology. This is the future. Because I stare at this screen, okay, for a long time during the week. I need to preserve my eyes. And Blenders is helping me do that. You know, when you guys both ordered, um, what are they called? Mm-hmm. Blue what? Blue lights. Blue lights? When I didn't get my... Yeah, I don't. Yeah, know you did. Yes, you did. That yeah, there, two in the box. I know, but I don't think there were blue lights. I think there was only one pair of those because yesterday when I dropped those off to you, Brown, I said there was only one pair. I don't know when I sent Chase our order, our first order. I, uh, I, I think that we probably ordered like six or eight pairs of glasses, and I think there only four showed up in the first batch. So maybe there's more coming. You know, uh, but those are cool. Wait, so what'd you get? 
Me? I ordered I ordered two yeah. sunglasses and 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 actually those that you're wearing too. So uh I got the two sunglasses though. What did you get? Let me see I the sunglasses them. you got. Okay. So these are so so let me because I ordered these too. Yeah, no, you both ordered the same pair. I know you both ordered. Oh, those are Ooh, sharp. Oh, Romeos. These are the Romeos. Oh, it's not Romeo. Wherefore art thou? Oh, yeah. Julia, that what Julia? Hey, oh. And then I believe oh, these are the North Parks represent. Really? Oh, oh. Oh, those are huh. dope too. Oh, those are, are the nice. same glasses. No, 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 they're not the same glasses. Oh, very those different. are nice. Okay. Very different. Yeah, yeah, those are nice. Okay. I can notice the difference right away. Mm -hmm. uh, hey, if you're just getting with us, we have a brand new partnership with. How I look? How I, how I look? I look you good. Look cool. look, you look cool, smart. man. I, you know I what, dude? Worry, I, I didn't, I didn't really know much about like, these glasses that are for computers. People who stare at computers all day. I got to get a pair of those too, because I, I look like I read. Them. Yeah, you do. Mm -hmm. You well, you look like a dork, and you look like a nerd. How you always kind of insult everybody for being a static dork. I think if you wear those when you, you know, utter some insane hot takes, I don't think it'll be as hot because you just look like you know what you're talking about. Right. I feel that. Yeah. I feel that energy yeah. right now. It I might minimize that. your hot take exposure, to be honest. Yeah, really. You got to take um, them off before you say something crazy. If you're just getting oh, with us, we've got a, brand new, we got a brand new partnership with Blenders <laughs> Eyewear here in San Diego. This is the company that during the college football season did the deal with Deion Sanders. And then what happened is they got like, I don't know. A million orders for these sunglasses and they had it took for a long time to fulfill them um as i recall because they couldn't they couldn't get them fast enough because that's so how now. hot dion was at the time so if you go to uh, blenderseyewear.com and you use the promo code kaplan you'll save 20 percent. those look oh there's the primes right there those are the primes um on the home page oh there they are i gotta get a pair of those those primes and i like those other ones that you just showed the millennia x2 which was the page right before this which is like, I like the clear framed glasses. Mm -hmm. And I always go to the store up in Encinitas, but I'm gonna get those, those millennia twos. Those are dope. Hey, listen, you can go into the store, but why? I mean, we we save you 20%. You go to blenderseyewear.com, you use the code Kaplan, K-A-P-L-A-N, and you're saving 20%. All right, coming back. So Alex mentioned he was at spring training and he said that the Dodger fans are all in. And why wouldn't they be based on what they've added to their roster? We're going to talk some spring training, some Padres, a little Dodgers, all coming right back. Stick around. This is Kaplan and Crew. All right, everybody. Hey, um, once again, I'm going to be talking about these guys a lot here in these first few weeks. Blenders. So, Alex, we I was trying to get a hold of Chase Fisher, the CEO of Blenders, forever. This is a San Diego-based company. This kid went to San Diego State. And I say kid, he's a young guy. He went to San Diego State. When I, I've been a Blender's wearer, uh, Blender's sunglasses for like years. But when I saw him getting involved with Coach Prime and Colorado and seeing him plastered all over TV, I'm like, I got to reach this guy. I cannot tell you how long it took me to finally get in touch with Chase Fisher. And one of the great friends who knew him was like, dude, he had a group chat going with the three of us until Chase and I finally, finally got on the phone. And you know what the best part of it was, Alex? Is when one of our listeners, I'll tell you his name, Ryan, mm -hmm. sent a text to Chase and said, hey, Chase, my boy Scott Kaplan is trying to get a hold of you. Chase's reply to our group chat was, I'm listening to Kaplan and crew right now on the radio. Swear to God. <laughs> swear awesome. to God. So he's like, hey, this is what Chase said to me. He goes, okay, King Kaplan. That's what he calls me. He goes, let's see how many glasses you can sell. Here's the deal. You save 20% on Blenders Eyewear. If you go to the Blenders website and you go to checkout, you will save 20%.
We had one of our listeners this past weekend say to me, hey, this new deal you're talking about, it's with blenders, isn't it? I said, yeah. He goes, dude, I'm going to go buy right now. What's the code? He bought 20% savings right away. And it works perfectly. And let me tell you something. These guys are sophisticated, dude. Like when we put out stuff on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, they're following everything we're doing. So all I can tell you is this. You need new sunglasses. Why pay retail? Why go into the store and pay retail when you can get 20% savings through show, through the show? And today's our first day. You know what would be fucking amazing is if everybody who wants them or needs them buys today. Let's show these guys how we rock out. Let's do it. Blenders Eyewear and use the code Kaplan to save 20%. All right. Hey, let me, th let me thank some other great partners. Uh, one, Gary Cooper, Mountain Trust Realty Services, 858-376-1299. I'll be honest with you guys. It is a tough time in Gary's business right now. It really is because people who bought houses years ago who have low interest rates, they're not selling. They're not moving. Why sell, move, make money, and then go spend a ton more on a higher priced home with a higher interest rate? But if you want to start thinking about positioning yourself or you want to talk about I know it's not the most popular thing right now, but refinancing, talk to Gary, 858-376-1299, 858-376-1299. Let me thank these guys right here, Athletic Greens, AG1. I found out that in the month of January, we doubled our sales of AG1. What does that mean? It means that you guys took my advice and did what I said we should all do together, which is let's get healthy in 2024. And it usually starts in January and then people fall off. But you see, when you get a subscription to AG1, they'll keep sending it to you. And it costs less than a cup of coffee a day. I take it every single day. I take one of these travel packages. You get five free when you buy through us. I take the vitamin D drop. I drop it in. I shake it up in their shaker bottle. And I slug down the 12 ounces. It gives me hydration, vitamins, minerals, nutrients, superfoods, probiotics, everything I need. I don't take any vitamins. Everything I need right here in the one packet. And I'll tell you right now, energy, clarity, sleep well. Try it because you're going to find that when you try it, you're going to be like, oh, do I know? Do I notice anything? And then you go off of it and you're like, okay, now I feel it. AG1, use our, our code here, our QR code, or go to athleticgreens.com slash Kaplan. Woo. All right. Let's get back to the show. Hey, great friends. What's up? It's Monday afternoon. Kaplan and crew with Grande. Yes, he's back. And the Brown man and the whole crew is back together again this week. And uh, glad to have everybody back. Glad you guys are all here listening on 1090, watching on Cox Your View, watching on YouTube, listening on audio podcast, catching up to everything on social media and, uh, you know, getting our newsletter and every other way we communicate with you guys. Glad everybody's here on a uh, Monday afternoon. So Alex, you, you went to spring training. Yeah. But it, it seemed like it was mostly like a guy's trip to kind of screw around, not necessarily to go scout baseball. Do I have that right? <laughs> that would be a hundred percent accurate. Yes. Yeah. I didn't know if you yeah. guys, cause I've, you guys have done like these fantasy football trips. Yeah. You know, I didn't know if this was like some sort of fantasy baseball draft trip or something. No. God, no, this is just a, some boys back from Oxnard with uh, some boys that live out in Phoenix. And we just kind of got together. We, we try to do it like once a year for a weekend. Last year was Cinco de Mayo here, Padres, Dodgers this year. My buddy lives in, my cousin lives in Phoenix was like, why don't you guys come out here for spring training? So it just worked out. Dude, uh, do it while you can, man. Cause I'll tell you right now, like when you get a little older and you got kids and stuff, it is so hard mm -hmm. uh, to make plans. Like I got these buddies of mine from, from I'm talking like I'm a little kid from like age one to age like eight. And we all grew mm -hmm. up together in New York. 
we moved, my family, we moved. They all stayed. They were lifers. My parents and their parents were all friends. My grandparents and their grandparents were all friends. And we were the generation that actually moved out. But I've been friends with these guys literally my whole life. And we're on a group chat and we, we are always trying to get together. Never can my, mm-hmm. my college buddies. Um, we're always trying to figure it out. Like we're, we're working on the 4th of July this summer. Like, Hey, let's all get together for 4th of July. Finally, like, okay. Like I can maybe, maybe get there, you know? So mm-hmm. it's hard when you get a little older and, um, and you got kids and jobs and all kinds of other stuff. So Dude, I know. Yeah, we. I mean, from last year to this year, we we we're like half of what we were last year. So, oh, really? It is. Yeah, I mean, people got kids. People, it happens. You know, when you got to travel outside the city you live in, it always throws in a curveball too. So, and those fantasy football trips, those are long gone. Those are long gone <laughs> now, dude. We are like half, the, more than half the league has kids now. So, it is. Uh, <laughs> those those Palm Spring Rosarito Wild weekends are long gone now. Now it's like, all right. Who has a house that can host 12 guys for one night? Well, it, it's funny because um, I think what happens is like from the time you have kids till the time those kids graduate high school and, and move on, however they're going to, if they do, um, there's that window of time where you can't do it as much as you wanted to or the way you used to. And then like I'm getting to this point now where my daughter, who's 17, is about to graduate high school. And then I'm figuring like in August, she's going to go off to college and then she goes off to college and I may be like for the first time in 24 years, I'm going to be an empty nester. Um, Assuming that my daughter who graduates from Boise state in may doesn't come back home and say, dad, I'm moving back in. If she doesn't, if she doesn't come home and move back in, I'm an empty nester dude. And then I'm like, okay, now I'm free and flexible to do what I want to do. But would you ever tell your daughter not happening, figure it out? Like you can um, stay with me for a little bit, but you're not moving back in. Um, I would probably say to her, Hey, look, if you're graduating in May and you came back to San Diego in June and your expectation was to move back in with me. Um, and that was what you're going to do. I'll tell you what I would do. I'll let's, I'll get you to the end of the year and help you save as much money as you can in the next six months. Mm-hmm. And then you got to go do your own thing because I want to be able to go do my own thing. You know, life is, life is the numbers don't aren't in your favor. Life is going to get one of your kids. One of them is going to be a lifer, baby. Well, you, you know, you say that, but I will numbers going to get one of them. I'll, but okay. You, you may be right, but I'll say this, like my son and I give him a lot of credit. He's got balls, man. I'm, I'm trying. He's, he's living in Pittsburgh. He likes it. He loves the city. He likes being in a city. You know, yesterday he was at the Pittsburgh Penguins game against the Philadelphia Flyers. He's like, Dad, you can't believe this hockey game. 7-6. It had everything. Lots of goals, fights, crowd going crazy. He's like, it was an awesome thing to be at. So he's kind of got his own life now. You lost, uh, listen, you lost him. He no, gone. He's gone. He's gone. He right? lived over there. You, you know, lost he, him. He, you want- he, just, he he established a whole other way of life. Now he meet him a woman out there. You know, you're going to be flying out to visit your grandkids. You, that one gone. Okay. You want to know something okay. funny? You want to know? But hear one other thing. You ready? So we all know how expensive it is to live in San Diego, right? Absolutely. Okay. My, my we bought a house, my ex-wife and I in 2002. Okay. And by the way, when I bought that house, I was very young. I had a little bit of money um, from a company that I worked for in Florida, which, which was a startup and I had stock options and the stock price went up and I had a whole bunch of money that I, I was like a kid. I didn't know what to do with it. And then the stock went down and tanked and I had like a little bit of money left over. So I took that little bit of money 
and I bought my first house, okay, in Carmel Valley. That house, when we were starting to have problems, this is now 2016, we sold that house, okay? And we made, we we sold it not for twice what we paid for it, but like almost twice what we paid for it, right? That same house is now for sale right now for two and a half times what I sold it for in 2016. So nice. my kids, this is something, I don't know how my kids found this, but on Instagram, there was this video and they're like, what does it take to buy a house in San Diego? How much money do you need to make to buy a house in San Diego? Oh, right? Those are everywhere, bro. So they, they went to my old house because the house is for sale. Mm -hmm. I sold this house in 2016 for 1.25 million. Today it's for sale for 3 million. Okay. So they, they found this house. They, the, 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 the narrator goes into the house. What does it take to buy a house in San Diego? They go walking through the house, same floors, same railings that I put in, crown molding that I put in. They go to the back of the house, the whole backyard that I custom built, the chairs. I swear to God, the four bar stools <laughs> are there. The, 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 the Costco furniture that I bought in 2010 is still outdoor the furniture, right? Yeah. Outdoor furniture, right? Shout All out. this stuff that I left with that they bought from me when they bought the house. So now the house is for sale, call it $3 million. And they explain. Here's what it takes for a down payment, 600000 Here's what it's going to pay. Here's what your mortgage is going to be. Here's what the taxes are. And here's how much you have to earn to live in San Diego, to live in this house. The house that I bought in 2002 for $750,000. I I, <laughs> that's, that's my house, Jack. Yeah. $750,000 is what I paid for that house in 2002. Seven fifty, dollars And I was like, what? $750,000 for this? What? Now it's for sale for $3 million. You know what it says you have to make to live in San Diego to buy that house and own that house? Take a guess. Six, 600 grand. Alex, guess. 800? Yeah. $775,000. Yeah. You have to make $775,000 to buy a house for $2.8 million that I bought for $700,000 in 2002, sold for $1.2 million in 2016, and today it's for sale for 2.8. They had it for sale for three. They lowered the price. And my kids, this is my point, Browner. My kids looked at that video because they all were sending it around in our family group chat. And they're like, who's moving back to California? My son's living in Pittsburgh. My daughter says she's staying in Boise after she graduates. My other daughter's down in New Orleans right now. And the little one is, we're still determining where she's going to college. Like California has become so unaffordable that it's, in my opinion, it's actually scaring my kids out of the state. Dude, I think what we need to acknowledge as a group and people who can hear this, the kids who are going to try to buy a home out of college, it's it's far more uphill for them. The, the 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 idea that they used to say, "Oh, well, why can't you just get a job?" It, it, it's not that simple no more, man. There ain't there ain't a lot of jobs in San Diego County paying eight hundred grand. Okay, they're not just around the corner. Ain't no factory somewhere here printing $100 bills where you can make 800 grand and they got 100 employees. That's not life no more. So I wish we would. That's the one thing about these kids between 20, 24 and 35. Like get off their back, man. Get off their back with that. Oh, when I was your age, it is different. It's a, a whole lot different, man. So give these kids a break, man. Help them out. Let them come back. Some of these people, hey, you got to stay out. You got to figure it out. Hey, man, they're going to be figuring out homeless. Y'all better cut that out, man. If you got a space for your kids, a couch, a room, let them redo the garage or something, bro. Because it's hard out here with these kids trying to get money. You graduate from school. Your major that you majored in don't make no money. 
It's like it, it's just it's wild, bro. It's, it's, it's wild, wild how fast it changes too. When I bought this house, Quick. October twenty twenty one, I bought this place. If I would have bought tried to buy this place in March of twenty twenty two, I couldn't. Mm -hmm. That's how fast it changed. That quick. Yeah. And the thing is, is that now, and this is a good time for me to just kind of tell everybody about Gary Cooper, Mountain Trust Realty Services. See how smart I sounded it. yeah. sound with these glasses? It's, it's the blender's glasses. It's, it's, it's I really don't like it. I really don't like it. Yeah, it's the yeah, blender. I, yeah, I don't um, like it. But you call Gary Mountain Trust Realty Service. This is why Gary's business and not just his, but the whole industry is in such disarray right now. There's no properties for sale. And the properties that are for sale, the prices are sky high. The rates are high. The more the payments are ridiculous. The property taxes are high. I mean, it, it's and it changed so fast. And look, while the rates may come down eventually, and that's happening, um, the prices aren't coming down necessarily. And so it's so hard now to get into home ownership. Alex, that place in North Park. This is my advice. Take it for what it's worth. Never sell that place, dude. Never sell it. Like, and you might be thinking to yourself, well, how am I going to upgrade? How am I going to get to a bigger house? There's ways. There's ways. Just do not sell that place, man. Because because if you sell that place 10 years from now, you'll look back and you go, I bought that place for X. I sold it for Y. Now it's worth X plus Y plus Z. Plus Z. Now it's That's worth mine. $3 million. Right. How did I, how did I, how come I didn't? <laughs> Believe me, I, as I look back, I thought at the time I was making the right move. I can look back now and I can see, gosh, I wish I would have still held on to that house. But um, anyway, uh, the point is call Gary, 858-376-1299. So Browner, back to the original question, would I let a kid come back? I would, I would, but I'd prefer to get everybody kind of out on their own and maybe eventually mm. off the payroll. You know, how did this conversation begin? I'm trying to remember where we I were. I have no idea. <laughs> mm -hmm. no you know, idea. the only way, the only way I'm going to start making some real money is is on prize picks guys i was getting killed um i was doing so poorly on prize picks and then here's what happened last friday night the lakers were playing the spurs and i decided you know what i went from having like 220 dollars left in my account after the super bowl to now having um like i i've been losing and losing and losing although alex the dart guy and the league of legend guy both win for me <laughs> it's Obviously. the basketball guys that kill me yeah, man. You know? can't trust those guys. They're lazy. They don't play every night. So, and if so they play, they're not going to give it a hundred percent. When I'm telling you, my boy Luke Littler is always trying when he's throwing that little boom. Yeah, that little seventeen-year-old dart thrower. That guy's good. Yep. So here's what I did last Friday night. I had a hundred dollars left in my account. I played D'Angelo Russell um, on a demons and goblins play Browner, um, but it was his birthday, D'Angelo Russell. So I was like, you know what? Oh. He's going to come out and play. He's going to come out and play tonight. <laughs> and Victor Wembanyama. And the Spurs were in town. And I'm like, Wemby is in LA playing against LeBron. He's going to want to ball out. By the way, they show LeBron and Wemby next to each other for a free throw. And the two of them are standing next to each other. And you see LeBron, who's a monster at 6'8", like 260. LeBron is a freak, right? Like his his build, his physique. Bro, you see Wembenyama. And I saw Wembenyama at the, at the All-Star game tower over Shaquille O'Neal. I mean, tower over him. But you mm -hmm. see Wemby standing next to LeBron. You're like, that's the greatest basketball player of our lifetime, LeBron James. Argue, whatever. Who's life? Who's life? Well, of this You era, had a long life, brother. How about this? How about of this era, okay? This, this the generation. Post, the post-Michael Jordan era. There's LeBron there James. Go. They're the greatest player of this generation. And there's the tallest, freakiest, most athletic guy we've ever seen in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Standing side by side, and and Wimby, Wimby is a foot taller than LeBron. Wimby gonna be defensive player of the year. Wimby got more blocks in this month of February than I think 
20 other teams, they say. Like, the, the, I know people haven't been watching him because they only won 11 games. But when he's on the court, the plus minus is gross. Yeah. Well, I, I took D'Angelo Russell to go for more than 14 and a half points. He scored 22. I had Wemby Browner to have more than 36 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. He had 45. Mm. Then I took another play. I played LeBron to go for more than 24 and a half points. He had 30 points in the game. And then I took Wemby to have more than 22 and a half points, and he had 27 points. So I was down from 220 to 100. And in one Friday night, I refilled my account and I'm back to 220 nice. in, in two plays on prize picks. So that's how I'm planning on buying my kids a house eventually is prize nice. picks. And when the baseball comes around, I'm going to like it because I could already see some spring training stats up there right now, like strikeouts for Musgrove today, more or less than two, or first inning runs allowed, Musgrove mm. and Lively, more than half. And I was like, well, he gave up four after like 10 pitches, so maybe that's like a easy more right there. He <laughs> definitely got one in him. I can't wait for baseball, though. This is a, that's a daily, absolute, every single day you're going to have something to play on baseball. Because NBA mm -hmm. is like every two, three days, baseball every day. Right. Well, Browner was saying, though, that like he's playing on uh, Otani for number of home runs in the season. See, the problem yeah. with mm -hmm. that for me is that if I play Otani for home runs or Juan Soto for home runs, Machado for home runs, whatever it is, like, it's too long. It, it, it's it's a season long play. I don't want to play it season long. I want to play it every day. That's why it's daily. But I think fantasy. that could be its own card is like this, uh, the season long play. Oh, that's not a bad you know, idea. You just just do it is like yeah. you got Machado at 30 and a half, you got Tatis at 34 and a half, Soto at 35 and a half. You know, like that could be a nice little card for you just to put in a little bit more money on that yeah. one. Yeah, you know, that's not a bad idea. Like what you do is is you just have a season long, like I would take Otani, Tatis, um, maybe like Bryce Harper. I would just like take like the biggest stars in baseball, you know. Um, Corey Seeger. I, I would just take the top, top, top guys, Mookie Betts. And like put them all on one card, like a six player home run for the season kind of a play on prize picks. I like that idea. Well, they're all there. They're, they're all like here. It. What are we looking at here? Okay, take a look. The Let's... home runs for the season. Who do we give me the numbers on the home runs? Otani 38 and a half. Mm -hmm. Soto 35 and a half. Uh Bryce Harper 30 and a half. Corey Seeger 29 and a half. Mookie Betts 32 and a half. Tatis 34 and a half. I don't know who else you said, but there you go. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow, yeah. that's really good. I'm going to play that, okay? I'm just writing it down. I'm going to remind myself to play it. So uh, download the Prize Picks app, download it, and then what you do is you use our code GREATFRIENDS. That's code GREATFRIENDS for a 100% match for your first deposit. So it goes up to 100 bucks. You yeah. put in 100, they put in 100. You put in 50, they put in 50, but it's your first deposit, okay? And then they make it really easy for you. You can deposit through Apple Pay on your phone. Prize Picks. Use our code, great friends. We appreciate you guys playing along. And I'll remind you guys again, but on Wednesday, because Luke Littler back Thursday, 1245. So we got to get that, that play in again. Yeah. That was like Luke. a problem last week. It's like, I don't know when these guys play darts. Like, I don't know Thursday. when they play league of legends and there's another mm -hmm. game um, that they're playing on, on prize picks right now. I want to say it's like Val Valorant. Does that sound like yes. another video game? Valorant. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Cause I didn't I know what nothing. that one was. I, I didn't either. I don't know what that but, is. uh, Anyway, all right. Um, go to Prize Picks, download the app, use our code Great Friends. You get that 100% match on your first deposit. All right. So, speaking of baseball, Alex, uh, just some headlines from around the Padres because I know you were just out there at spring training. And very frankly, other than that first game against the Dodgers, I haven't really been watching too much yet. Let's take a look at these headlines with the Padres. Go for it. Oh, uh, I got they got their first win on Sunday. 
which doesn't matter. Uh, Jackson Merrill has been playing very well. He's starting center fielder, left fielder, possibly. Mm-hmm. And the Padres' number two prospect starting off well. Uh, already dealing with injuries. The new guy, Yuki Matsui, the new reliever that they signed from Japan, dealing with back spasms considered day to day. And then yesterday, or I believe Saturday, Jerkson Profar, that signing became official. And Wendy Peralta also arrived at camp. So mm-hmm. that's kind of slow. Slow start for the Padres. Somebody asked me the other day, they go, is is Blake Snell ever going to sign? And I'm like, no, no, he's not. Mm. He's done. Blake Snell's done. And, Cody and, Bellinger I'm, did. And, and I'm just joking, but yes, right. Cody Bellinger did sign. So these Scott Boris clients who've been sitting on the sidelines, they're, mm-hmm. it looks like they're starting to sign. But like Cody Bellinger, for example, you know, Cody Bellinger went back to the Cubs three years, right. $80 million. So he's a 26 and change $26.5 million a year player. And I think last year when he went to the Cubs, he had a one-year, like, $19 million yeah. deal. And he can this opt out. front-loaded, so he's going 30, 30, 20. Okay. So the thing is, is that if you're the Cubs, A, you want him back, and B, right. you have the money to, sp- to spend on Cody Bellinger. Correct. But, but the thing about the thing about uh, Blake Snell is, is that the Padres don't have the money. So, so Blake Snell if and when he signs, and presumably he will, it's not going to be with the Padres bringing him home. It's, this is not some standoff negotiation between the Padres <laughs> and Blake Snell. This is a, is, th- th- to me, if I'm Blake Snell, you may be sitting there confident because you got a lot of money in the bank, but to me, this is becoming a desperation moment where it's like, well, well, I won the Cy Young Award last year, and I'm in great shape. I spent the whole offseason getting ready because I thought I was getting the big money deal. Like, if you're Blake Snell, you got to be thinking to yourself, dude, my price tag is way too high. The number of years I want is way too long. And I'm starting to get to the point now where I'm like, hey, g- give me a, a one-year or a two-year deal. Because yeah. if, I, I, if you take this long to get into camp and then you have a bad season after waiting this long, you got to hold out now. Because if you get a one-year deal, you're going into camp, your arm's going to be a week behind already. You're, you're, they ain't no telling where you're going to be mentally now. You're on another one-year deal. Do you have it in you to do again what you did last year? Because you gave last year a lot. So And that's the skepticism around signing him, period. Yeah. And the thing with him is, you know, before I totally signed off the internet, he supposedly he has, he has a deal on the table from the Yankees, and it's just not enough for him. So at this point, it's like, what is enough for you? Right. You're turning down 150 million. You really want to go to a team that's going to give you what are they going to give you? Right. Honestly, what are they going to give you? I don't think he's going to get his 200 million that we maybe some of us thought he might get. I also think he don't want to play for the Yankees. Well, because you know what? It's a pressure cooker. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. And and, it, and who knows if Blake Snell is built for that? Because listen, yeah, he was in Tampa, and yes, he played in the World Series against the Dodgers. And he was with the Padres, and there was, you know, there was a moment of pressure when you're playing against bit. the Dodgers. But you're playing in these smaller mar- media markets where nobody's there to bust your balls. You go to the Yankees; it's a whole different world. Yeah. It really every is. day. The latest yeah. I read this this morning was possibly the Angels. Stop it! All right, hold on. Let, let's let's contemplate that. <laughs> hold on. Let's get back to this. We are in the Seven Mile Casino studio, sevenmilecasino.com. This is Kaplan and crew. We'll get right back into this Blake Snell conversation. Hey, great friends. It's Monday afternoon. Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. 
We're in the Seven Mile Casino Studios, sevenmilecasino.com. If you're just getting with us, we were having a conversation. Uh, a friend of mine called me this weekend, and he said, is Blake Snell ever going to sign? And I said to him, no, he's done. Blake Snell's done. And, of course, I'm just joking. Somebody's going to sign Blake Snell, and Blake Snell's going to pitch this year. But it's hard to believe that a guy could be a Cy Young Award winner on a very, very mediocre Padres team last season. And either he thinks way too high of himself, his agent has convinced him he's worth a lot more than he is, or maybe Blake Snell's thinking to himself, this is it, man. This is like my last chance to get lifelong generational wealth. It's today. It's now. I have two Cy Youngs. I'm coming off of a Cy Young. I was with this Padre organization Peter Seidler was alive, and I watched Manny Machado get them to tear up his contract and give him a new 10-year deal. I saw what they did with Tatis. This Bogarts thing is a disaster, my opinion. Um, I saw them sign pitchers to 20-plus million-dollar contracts, especially guys, in one case, older than me, you Darvish. So <laughs> I think I think that, that Blake Snell really thought that the Padres were going to just open up the money truck to him, and two things happened. A, the Padres sucked last year, and B, Peter Seidler died. And oh, I'll throw in a third thing. And they didn't have the money any, any longer. Yep. So if, if you're Blake Snell, and most people thought you were probably headed to Seattle, your hometown. Remember that game? I think it was uh, he was at a Seahawks game, and he was wearing like a Seattle jersey, and he was doing that 12th man pregame thing. Everybody's like, oh, he's going to Seattle. And, you know, according to the reports, he's got a deal on the table from the Yankees. But the Yankees are like, hey, this is a very generous contract offer. Take it or leave it, Jack. And mm -hmm. he has decided to leave it. And Alex, you said that you had read a report earlier today that the Angels yes. would be in play. Come on, the Angels? Yeah, that's a joke. That can't be so real. USA Today reports that the Yankees offered Blake Snell a five-year, $150 million deal earlier in the offseason. That was rejected. Okay, that's a $30 million a year deal. $30 million. Yes. You'd have to You'd have to do some quick research to find out like where that would rank him in terms of top pitchers in baseball, but 30 million bucks and Blake Snell turns out on a $30 million a year, five-year deal, bro, $150 million. That would slot him above the guy who I told you guys was the comparable all along, which was Carlos Rodon of the Yankees who makes 27.8 million. He would uh -huh. be right above that. And who behind who? Uh, Steven Strasburg, who is retired. Making $35 million a year. <laughs> yeah, it's Blake Snell. Blake Snell's like, wait a second. I'm good. Out. I'm good. I got an arm. I could pitch, you yeah. know? And he's retired. He's making $35 million. Who's, who's the highest paid pitcher if Passed. you're looking at a list? Scherzer, 43.3. Okay, so Scherzer's at $43 million. Snell is not Scherzer. But again, if I'm Snell, here's what I'm saying. I got younger. two Cy Youngs, and I'm much, much younger. So Scherzer's making 43, but Scherzer signed like a two-year deal with the Mets. Right now he's Before on he got moved. Right, yeah. Right. right. So him and Verlander, remember they had the same deal. So they both right. make forty three and a half, forty three point three. Right. Degrom right. of the Rangers makes forty. Garrett Cole makes thirty six of the Yankees. Patrick Corbin of the Nationals makes thirty five point four. Mm. Strasburg makes thirty five, and Rodon makes twenty seven point eight. Okay, so so if you're so if the, you're the Nats now, got seventy million and half of it ain't even playing. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ouch. If, if you're the if you're Blake Snell, here's what I would do. <laughs> if I were Blake Snell, here's what I'd do. I call Scott Boris up and I go, listen, why don't you just call the Rangers? Because they're the ones that got all the money and they're the ones that are in go for it mode and they just came off a World Series win. So, so if they're willing to spend all that money on those guys, 
those old guys. Yeah. Why yeah they the report now is that this morning the Angels and the Angels are monitoring both Blake Snell and Jordan Montgomery, who comes from the Rangers as well, who's also a free agent. So those are the two guys that are they are looking at. But according to MLB.com, there is not a strong market for Blake Snell right now. Yeah. If I was and Blake if you're Snell, turning out 150, I wonder why. Correct. If if I'm Blake Snell, I'm gonna take this money from the Yankees. But what it seems like Blake Snell, Blake Snell don't want to play for the Yankees. If he if he is even entertaining an idea for playing for the Angels, that means that he's looking for a lifestyle fit. He's not looking for a playing fit. He's looking for a lifestyle fit because I guarantee he liked living here. Now, if I want to listen, this ain't working for me. I can't get the money I want from them, but I know the Angels got money because they didn't pay Otani. They haven't paid nobody else. Mike Trout said he don't want to trade, so they might be willing to fork up some cash. But if I go there, again, that's the lifestyle I want. Okay, but I'll I'll, I'll pose a, a different perspective for you. You ready? Go ahead. You're, you're saying lifestyle is in. I like living in Southern California. I like living on the West Coast. I'm from Seattle. And small um, market teams where I don't get a lot of pressure. I get to go out there and do my thing. And if I don't succeed, it ain't. It ain't. I. I. I can go to dinner if I don't win. That's that. <laughs> that is the point. What yeah. you just said is exactly the point I was going to make. Is that your your idea is West Coast, Southern California weather lifestyle. You know that was your point. My point is is that if you're Blake Snell in Tampa. You know, even when you were a World Series team, people still weren't showing up at Tropicana. Correct. When, when you're in San Diego, um, yeah, people were stoked. And, and and San Diego came to life for the Padres over the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. But but you can get around San Diego, no problem. You're the only game in town. Right. You're the only game in town. Everybody loves you here, good right. or bad. Right. And you know what? If you play for Boston or you play for New York, everywhere you go, you are – you are sort of under siege of the from the fan base. Axe Garrett Cole. Yeah, and so here's my my point: if, is if he was you go also to play, traded here, he didn't sign here. True. Okay. okay. So who knows if he ever would have wanted to leave Tampa? True. Very true. Good point. Yeah. Right. So what I'm saying is it was, it was what Browner's getting at, which is if I'm if I'm Blake Snell and I'm going to the Angels in theory, in I'm not theory, going yeah. to the Angels because I think I can win. I'm going to the Angels because they'll pay me. And it is a pressure-free zone. Nobody cares if we win or lose. No one. And that is a sad reality of the Angels. Wow. But do you, but, but but if you if you look at it from that perspective, nobody cares whether we win or lose. It's perfect. Artie Moreno's got a ton of money. He's now under pressure to do something because Mike Trout said he doesn't want to be traded as of right now. You've got guys coming off of injury like Rendon and some of these other dudes. So they have bodies. Now they need arms, and so you kind of right, and so now you kind of have them in a situation. And they didn't pay Otani, so you you know they have the money, and you have them in a situation where I'm someone who has two side youngs. One of them was last year. Yeah, so and you're right, and you could be you could say to your fan base, "Hey, we are trying to win. We're correct. Out. We paid Rendon. We didn't pay Otani because the numbers were astronomical. But guess what? We just replaced Otani in the in the starting lineup as a pitcher." With a guy mm -hmm. who's got two Cy Young awards. Correct. I know. It's crazy. It, it, it works for both parties. I don't know why. I mean, I know why it probably took so long to get to this point. But if you're Scott Boris, that's actually your target. Because this fits him, in my opinion, this fits him better. 
This is more along the way that he wants to go about his business because he's a fun guy. He likes to be jovial. He likes because when the Padres had those cameras before guys went on the field, he was like one of the main guys talking and being entertaining and just enjoying his life. Right. You can't do that on the Yankees. You can't do that on the Red Sox. But if you're the Angels, do you really want to take a chance on a guy that's not consistently good? No. What I mean by that is he's not consistently a Cy Young winning, a Cy Young winning type pitcher. He's good. He's serviceable. He's available for you to 30 to 33 starts a game a season. And he'd be and their best there. pitcher. Might be their best pitcher. But like, do you really want to hand out a guy another contract and you might not get what you pay for again if you're the yeah. Angels? Right. Well, the thing Has is anybody was... been more snake bit by contracts than the Angels? No, no. no. I mean they haven't. Not even and, close. And the thing is, is that again, if if you I, I on one hand, I could kind of understand where Blake Snell's coming from with the Yankees. Like it's like, hey, look. Garrett Cole's making $35 million a year. Maybe you don't see me as the same guy, but you know, I do have two Cy Youngs and I am going to coming to the Yankees is a, you talk, it's a lifestyle change. It's a professional change and it's a, um, it's a stress change. Yeah. And so, so look, I think I, based on my two Cy Youngs, I think I'm worth more than 30. I don't know what Garrett Cole's, um, you said it was 35 million a year, but how many years did they give him? You know, a lot. It was like I'm, 10. It was a I lot. I don't yeah, I'll also look lot. it up real quick. And the reason I ask is because that's the other part of it is that if you were Blake Snell nine. and they said, hey, okay, so look, nine years, nine years, what was the total number? Did 324. Okay. So I have to do the math Ooh. real quick on that. So, <laughs> I mean, it's like 35 plus a year, right? So if you're Blake Snell, you go, hey, five years, $150 million, A, I'm being paid less per year, which he should not be making the same amount of money as Garrett Cole, but but also you're only giving me five years and I want a longer term contract because look in baseball, if I play five, but you, you paid me for nine, I'm still getting paid for the other four. Right. You know, but it, you know what's probably- wild, dude? I'm going to say something that's be silly. And if I said this as a New York radio host, I might get like just pounded by how silly something I'm about to say, but I'm going to say it anyways. Cause I think it might have something to do with it. My man has facial hair. Again, another thing. Another I'm, I'm thing. Like I went, went, I I'm trying to look at like rookie pictures of Blake Snell. That dude's had the goatee his forever. It's a, and I know it's Garrett, not stupid as hell, but I I don't know. No, I, what else? <laughs> Garrett Garrett you Cole pay me to shave this. You got to pay yeah. me. Garrett Cole said the same thing at his press conference. It's a real thing. It's you lose a lot playing for the Yankees. You'll gain a lot because you're gonna make a lot of money. But you're going to lose a lot. Like, your life will change. There's nowhere you can go in New York if you're not playing well. As the pitcher, as a, as the second starter for the Yankees, which is where he'll probably be, and you're not playing well, there's nowhere you can go. You're a bum. Snell, you suck. So, like, it's going to be everywhere. Dude, it's hard when you're good. Because when you're good, they, they, treat you, you know, they celebrate you everywhere you go. Well. True. This Blake Snell story is very interesting. It all got back to a friend of mine saying, is he ever going to sign? And my answer was no. He will. He will sign. I mean, if Cody Bellinger signed, Cody Bellinger, though, you could see. I mean, he took a deal that's shorter terms and has outs. So he's protected. And It's almost like a prove-it deal is what what I think is the smartest thing to do for Blake Snell. But he doesn't want to take a prove-it deal. I've already proved it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, that, and that, that's that's that like Russell Westbrook attitude. When Russell Westbrook got to the Lakers, he wasn't like, "Hey, I'm going to reprove myself with this team." He was like, "No, I've already earned everything in the NBA." Well, yeah, but you go to a new team, you got to reestablish. Not you're not starting from the beginning. That's why they were paying you forty nine million dollars a year. 
you know, and Blake Snell leaving the Padres going to the Yankees. That is a monster, monster step up. Yeah. Organizationally, market wise, pressure wise, media wise, expectation wise, et cetera, et cetera. That's a monster step up. And he's going to a place where they're expected to win the world series this year. And whether he, whether that's a realistic thing or not, that is what is expected of every Aaron year. Boone. There, that is what is expected of Juan Soto. Juan Soto has got to hit above 330 home runs, 100 RBIs this year in New York. That's what they expect. The mm-hmm. person that is going to get the full New York experience is Juan Soto. Because again, when you don't watch him every day, he's amazing. When you watch him every day, you go, "What are you waiting for? Swing the bat, bro." Stop hey. kicking the ball around in the outfield. By the way, he is swinging the bat. His first game yesterday as a Yankee. What does he do? Oppo Homer off the scoreboard today. Good. Up two RBI double today. Good. Good. Spring, spring you know that uh, now you guys always hate when I do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, the Yankees have a kid in their system. He's their oh, number. Two. Hey, hold on a second. He is he is their number two prospect. Mm-hmm. Number two. His name is Spencer Jones. Mm-hmm. Went to La Costa Canyon High School. Okay. Um, went to Vanderbilt. Um, I only know about the kid because my son played travel ball with him. This is back when they're 13 years old. This kid, when he was 13, was like 6'5", fast as hell, could pitch, could play center field, could hit. I mean, he stood out above these other kids. As a, And I remember him as like a freshman in high school announcing I've made my commitment. I'm going to Vanderbilt. And I was like, Vanderbilt, like they're like one of the top college baseball programs in the country. And he's like 15 years old. And I knew he was good as a 13 year old, but I didn't know he was that good. And then I, he was drafted by the Yankees in the first round. He's elevated to their number two prospect. The other day I saw on Twitter, this kid hit a 470 foot home run. (laughs) People are like, like there's your next Aaron judge right there. You know, <laughs> yeah, don't, put, don't put those expectations too high. We're I good. Know. Yeah. Your next Aaron judge. <laughs> I mean, listen, that, wow. that's people, uh, Hey, there, there's I mean, your next Patrick Mahomes. There yeah, he is. Caleb is. Williams. Awesome. You know, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, By the way, so I saw reports today that I love that. You know how the combine is like, is it this week? Yeah. It's yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know how the, the teardowns have already begun. I love the, uh, we were talking oh, about, Merrill give Hodge. Me one. we were talking give about me one. Merrill Hodge the other day, right? But before I went yeah. on vacation, and whatever he had to say about, I forget which. Caleb Williams. He was saying Caleb that Williams. Caleb Williams is not special. Right. Yeah. Merrill Hodge today is like, I wouldn't even draft Drake May. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, listen. Speaking of all these quarterbacks. He called him slow and, la- and like, what is, okay. He says, uh, he wouldn't j- draft him in the first round. Mm-hmm. Quote, he's extremely inconsistent. His processing is inconsistent. He's not ex- athletic. He's stiff. He's got a longer throwing motion, which allows more picks. The teardowns have begun. Baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. Hey, listen. Speaking of all these quarterbacks, Shout please tell me, tell me you guys saw this yesterday because this thing went viral. Tell me you guys saw the video of Cam Newton at a yeah. like seven on seven camp. And all of a sudden, I-, I can't really tell exactly what's going on. Cam Newton is standing at the top of a staircase and there's like these two guys around him. Three. Well, I feel like at first it's two and like, like I feel like Cam sort of has his hands on one guy. I've kind of feel like I can't mm-hmm. really see. And then out of nowhere, here comes this dude who takes a big swing at Cam. Now it's Cam Newton, six, five, two sixty, and like three much smaller guys. And he's ragdolling these dudes, mm-hmm. you know, like he's got his hands on them and he's holding on to them, and guys are trying to punch it. Nobody's hitting them. He's not swinging at anybody. 
I mean, he's just kind of holding on to people. And then before you know it, things are happening around that. That was crazy. The craziest Bruh. part. And I know Browner wants to sound off and I'll let you, but I just say the craziest part. I don't know what he uses to keep those hats on his head. Right. That thing never did not moved. move. Never, never moved. moved. Never moved. Like LeVar Ball never loved that hat. Never, never moved. Right. That hat was just going to stay on that head. It was like 20 guys could have gone after him. That hat is not moving. The best way I've seen this fight summarize was that Cam Newton jumped four dudes. Like, first of all, if you're going to jump somebody, get them down. And two, if you're going to pick somebody to fight, a guy 6'5", 240, still in shape, still strong, and still ready for that action, ain't the guy y'all little dudes want to mess with. No. I'll say this, and I'll be honest, and this is the part that I hate that I have to say this out loud. Just say it, because you know, you know people are thinking it. Some black people make me sick to my stomach. Hey, listen. Uh, they Robert really Griffin, do. Robert Griffin III, he went on Twitter last night. He showed the video. He's like, what's wrong with black people? He's what? Like, what is wrong like, with y'all, like, And he kept calling it our community, our community. And then he finally just said, black people. Like, because here, here's the thing. Cam Newton is one of the greatest college football players ever. And he True. is one of the better players to single-handedly take a team to the Super Bowl. They got smoked. But he almost single-handedly did that. And the way that the community, the black community, because these ain't white kids, okay? The way the black community repays Cam Newton for bringing these seven-on-seven -seven tournaments to your backyard as a face of them so scouts can come see your children. This is the way that y'all respond to this man? Like, the level of respect for adults in the black community is so utterly disgusting. It is. I wish Cam Newton would have beat the brakes off everybody who ran up to him in that particular situation. But he was a better man than me because he was basically holding these dudes off like yeah. the babies they were. Mm -hmm. Because he know this ain't a good look for me if I whoop these dudes. For what? And if you're the parents of these kids, how are you raising your kids? If they well, out I, here, I, I couldn't tell if they were like young children. Like, were they the campers themselves? The guys who were the yes. They were, are you sure? From what I from because again, this is my wheelhouse on the internet. They were a part of the camp. A, uh, are we gonna get a bitmoji video on Instagram today? I'm working on it. You are put on They're, your glasses when you when you do the bitmoji now. Okay. Well, you can't have them on. It, it'll mess up the face. No, uh -huh. on, change your bitmoji to have on your blenders. Glasses. This is true. This is true. So it it from there is a camp. There's a, a seven on seven team. Mm -hmm. A team. Yeah. That. Cam Newton's team has beef with beef with. And that's where all this started. It's childish. But most importantly, the person who is bringing attention to the camp without Cam Newton, the seven on seven, this, this particular camp would be nothing. Right, It wouldn't exist. That's right. That's right. And so the, the pathetic nature of these black men in that community that didn't get in these kids way. There are too many men standing around with their phones out. I know. I the can't believe I can't believe like these kids, like the one kid. And I say kid because I'm not but I can't really tell from the video, how old this young person might be, but to take a swing on a grown man like that. I mean, dude, that's the black reacher right there. I saw, is, Cam, uh, Newton at I saw yeah. Cam Newton two weeks ago, dude. That is a giant a man, bro. That that's is a, a man. Oh, you saw my radio Super row, dude. Yeah. Cousin Nancy took a selfie with him and he's she got beast. about to his belly button. Yeah. He's like, a beast. Yeah, dude. That, that, he's that, a is, monster, a, that dude. is a grown man right there. All right. Well, there you go. There's uh that Cam Newton fight video. It's out there everywhere. 
It's uh, it's we our can't play it though. We yeah, can't it's, play it. It's our highlight of the day, presented by Tory Holistics and California Holistics. By the way, I had a friend of mine say to me the other day, "Hey, how do I find the code for Tory Holistics and California Holistics?" I said, "Go to our website." So he goes to Kaplan and Crew, clicks on the Tory Holistics uh, banner, and when he went there, the code is wrong. Now, is that us or is that them? That's them. Okay, I thought so. I'm like, I, I kind of feel like that's them, not us. <laughs> the code is better, oh, but yeah. I stopped by. I stopped by Tory Holistics yesterday. I, I needed to run in and get. Oh no, was, was it yesterday, Browner, that you and I hooked up down there? Or was yeah, it was yesterday. It was yesterday. We didn't hook up. I saw you. Okay, Don't right. Say it like that. And I and I went in and there was this young man standing next to me in in the line. And I said to him, I go, dude, use my code, better bud. You'll save twenty percent. So he goes, well, how do I do that? And I'm like, the guy behind you, the bud tender, he'll help you out. He knows what to do. Use our code, better bud. You save twenty percent whether you're getting for home delivery or you're in the store. Better bud at Tory Holistics and California Holistics saves you twenty percent. Alex. Uh, I wonder if that Oxnard Holistics is getting ready to open. Yeah, I, I'm. I I don't know. I need to email Charlie because I'll I'll wait. I'll make my way up there and do a show. Yeah, it'd be great. Uh, we'll get Charlie on later this week. All right, stick around, radio listeners. We got plenty more to get to. Everybody who's with us on YouTube and audio podcast, let's go get uncensored here on Kaplan and Crew from the Seven Mile Casino Studio. All right, time to get uncensored all up in this biatch. Hey, man, listen, I like to save my allegations for the for the uncensored period so I can speak freely. So let me take off these glasses because right. so I'm about to say some dumb shit. So I need right. to take off my smart glasses. <laughs> <laughs> listen, let me tell you. Y'all hear, hear what Kevin Garnett said about LeBron James this weekend? No. Y'all missed that? Yeah, because it's amazing how I put out stuff on, on Instagram and you're like, no, man, I don't, I don't see your shit. But you hear Kevin fucking Garnett talking about LeBron, really? He sees KG's Darier, Darier. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, like I was saying. Yeah, dunk on a fool. Kevin Garnett, Kevin Garnett let it slip that uh, LeBron James on steroids. Now I know y'all made. Now, listen, now I know y'all heard it here first. Allegedly, this is alleged. I'm not. I don't have any proof for this. Kevin Garnett said LeBron James is on that. That Balco, he on that new juice. Let me hear. Let me hear about this. Because we look at look it up. So when send Kevin Garnett is when Kevin Garnett is talking, you the problem is, I, I'll figure it out. He's he gets so amped up, he's just explaining. He's just talking. It's coming out. The man said LeBron James is on that Balco. He on that new juice, and everybody caught it, but he didn't realize he said it because Paul Pierce so was. Paul Pierce was dying. I'm telling you, I'm gonna find it for y'all. I'm gonna find it for y'all right now. Kevin Garnett, kind of, because I love this kind of shit. I've been saying this forever. Oh, dude, if you can get me this, I would love to talk about this. I'd love to to uh, get my boy Sedano's opinion on this because you know he would be like, "Oh, I don't want to talk about that." I'm in protocol. <laughs> uh, uh, Alex, you uh, you um, you see that. Uh, you see that our boy Chase Fisher is, is getting back to us by email, right? No, but I will okay. as soon as I'm done here. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yes, yes, cool. absolutely. Right. I, I. I just had a realization that I, I think I said it in the exclusive, what I look like with these sunglasses on. And there's like no them? way you guys got, you guys, there's no way you guys got the reference. I heard yeah. it. I didn't get I didn't, the reference. I didn't get it either. I didn't get it either. What so is there's, it? There's a, there's a cult classic called Blood In, Blood Out. Mm -hmm. fucking great movie if you guys I, have never seen it it's I like do, three and a half I, hours I, long and it's badass and i said i look like magic 
Yeah, I didn't There's get a it. Character on there. And you look at I... this shit. Look at this. Tell wow. me this isn't me. You look. Tell bomb. me this isn't me. Oh hell yeah. Hell Tell yeah. me I don't look like this man. Dude, you're looking bomb. Dude, I um, I, you know what I finished this weekend? <laughs> you do. Brown, you know what I finished this weekend? I finished a true, a true detective. What'd you think? Um, you know, I don't really like um that genre of like sort of like horror, like why uh, sci-fi. Um, I don't really love that genre. I thought it was really good. I thought the end of it episode. Well, I mean, the end of episode five was crazy. I wasn't expecting that. And the end of episode six, which was the end of the series or the end of the season, I thought I wasn't expecting that either. I'm still not really clear on all the supernatural shit that happened along the way when in the end they kind of tell you how it all went down. You know what right. I'm saying? So I'm not really sure. All right, what are we watching here? See, it's a level 25. Nah, nah, Lord, 25? You still, Lord, he dunking? He's still dunking the ball with. I'm saying that Bronny can get a bucket on Bron. I'm saying he can't. One rollout, get a bucket. Three dribbles? No way. You, I'm yeah, talking about get a bucket on. No, 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 no. Man, he, man, come on. That little dude is explosive, bro. He is, but you Bron. seen his dad? His dad on that Balco. Yeah, he, he on that new juice. He slide like he used to. Man. He on that Balco. You know Bron right now? Yeah, he can get a bucket. Where's that Did you from? hear it? Yeah, where's that from? That's from... Uh, that's from their podcast. What's what's KG, the podcast? It's called KG Certified. It, him and Paul Pierce. It is Who hilarious. Have a podcast. Everybody, dog. Mark Jackson got a podcast. Like, what the hell, Mark Jackson going to talk about? Like, everybody got a podcast, dog. That man said LeBron off that Balco, that new juice. Like, <laughs> <laughs> send me a link, dog. I'm trying to find it now. I got you. I'm gonna send it to. I'm, I'm trying to find it, it. I can't find I'm it. Gonna, I'm. I'm trying, man, but I can't find it. Me on that Balco. Me on that new juice, bro. Like, what? <laughs> KG, you can't say that out loud, bro. <laughs> oh, shit. That's funny. He on that like, Balco. He on that Balco. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so funny. I did see a speaking of shit you can't say. I did see the monologue by Shane Gillis on SNL this weekend. And I was like, oh, comedy's. He comedy's back. They let him drop the R word. They let him drop the G word. They let him drop all the words on the monologue. What's the R word? Like, Retarded. Oh, really? Is it? Yeah. Mm. I was like, SNL? What's okay. the what other word? All of them. Like the N word? No, except the N word. <laughs> uh, uh, you should watch it, Scott. Tell me what you think. Shane who Gillis' is is monologue this weekend. Who's He's Shane Gillis? A, He's part of that Joe Rogan's world and the Burt Kreischer world. He's 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 in that 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 circle of comics. Listen, man, this uh, blood and bro, he this, Dave this blood and blood out, Alex. You can say whatever you want to say. This blood in, blood out, Alex. You can say whatever you want. No, I'm just saying, like he's he, he's funny, and I'm not like the biggest fan, but I watched that on the flight yesterday. I was like, oh, fuck, you could say those things on SNL again. I thought only Dave Chappelle was allowed to do those things on SNL. Damn. If you if you if you got that safety net, yeah. If you got that Joe Rogan friends and family safety net, yeah, you can yeah. say just about anything. Oh, he's 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 cool with uh, Chappelle too. I saw Chappelle somehow introduced him at a comedy club in Texas, and I was like, damn, wow. shouldn't it be the other way around? Hey, hey Brown, is, is is this Saturday the yes, uh, comedy show at Grand Comedy? Yes, sir, it is. This Saturday, wow. okay. I got to look at my calendar. Live and in color, baby. Two shows, two shows. Seven p.m. Seven thirty. 7 p.m. and 8 p.m. Okay, this Saturday, I'm going to put it on. Oh, no, I don't have it on my calendar. Hold 7 p.m. and 8 p.m.? Or something like that. I'll get the final times. Yeah, I'll have them for the, uh, Yeah, that can't uh, be right. 
I don't have it for you guys tomorrow. Law ahead. You have a I have link and all that. Yeah, so get the get the QR code. Let's get people to the show. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do Everybody that. show up wearing your blenders too. Oh, that'd be that'd be so sweet. Uh um, hilarious if you look in the crowd and everybody's wearing fucking sunglasses. Dude, that would be hilarious if we set that up and we're like, hey everybody, <laughs> let's do this. That'd be awesome. I still can't figure out what's wrong with my laptop. I um I I put it on sleep mode. And then by the time I get to LA and in my bag, my bag's about to burn up and be on fire. So I have to like shut the whole computer down. Yep. I don't know. I can't get it to go to sleep, I guess. Let me see. Shut so it down. yeah. I am Saturday, down, 6 30. Like First show, 6 30. Mm. What am I gonna eat on my way to LA? That's my problem, is I get these fucking urges to like go to fucking Chick-fil-A. Six thirty eight Chick-fil-A during my vacation. You did go to Chick-fil-A? I went to that Chick-fil-A. The uh, Chick-fil-A. Yeah, and what'd you get? Man, they took forever that day. Forever. What'd you have? What'd you have? Uh, I always get the same thing, dude. I, spicy chicken, non-deluxe, regular, uh, fries, and a Coke. See, I get I get the spicy chicken deluxe, and I get, instead of fries, I get an eight-piece you know, nugget thing. Nugget, yeah. Yeah. God, I just, I'm so fat. <laughs> so fucking fat. It's unbelievable. Oh my goodness. <clears throat> anyway, all right. Listen, let's get out of here. Uh, we're back tomorrow. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys. And hey, do me one favor. If you need new sunglasses today, let's let's do them today. And and I, I it's almost like it's probably not even like the best thing to do because if you buy blenders today and then like everybody everybody who wants them buys them today and then like nobody buys them for the next you know next three months. They're so inexpensive and they're such great products. And now you get this twenty percent savings, dude. Buy a pair today so that the blenders guys already see that we're starting to roll and then buy more later. Right. So, activate. Yeah. Activate. That's right. Get this cult to activate. We're oh, hey, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I forgot to say this motherfuckers. Y'all got to like the program. Okay. Like oh, yeah. the shit, like it, like it, like it. I know y'all like the show. So like the button, man, hit the like button before y'all get out of here. Bye. All right. Now I'm done. <laughs>